Manimal here. It's Monday, the 15th of May, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go straight to Rangers. We're going to talk about everything Ranger-related today. We've got lots of news, lots of notes, lots of stuff that we want to talk about just in general about the Rangers, and we've got those Texas Rangers box scores from the weekend. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media, Kevin Lee Frazier. That's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TXRangersWTB. You can also visit our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me. A man who is just as excited as me about this successful road trip with the Texas Rangers, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? No big road trips for you this weekend. The Rangers had the big road trip this time around. And where can they find you on socials? Um, well, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I got uh, I got that 10-gamer uh, out of the, out of the uh, way so they can come <laughs> home for a week and go back out for a 9-gamer. So... Uh, <laughs> The, the medal will be tested of the uh, Texas Rangers this week or the, these next couple of weeks on the road. But successful one this week. They haven't won. Uh, would they win 7 of 10? 7 of 10. They haven't won 7 of 10. They haven't won a road trip of more than 10 games in a long time. So we'll talk about that later. We'll get into that. Um Right now, you would rather find out where you can find me on social media, and that is at uh, Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal Three Hundred on Instagram, and on TikTok, it's at Bull Pro and Facebook Bull Pro. Um, I've, I know I added a couple of you Ranger fans the other day, so uh, keep those coming. And uh, I've been trying to get back to everybody on Facebook uh, that have had questions, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Absolutely. And before we get started as well, I just want to thank everybody for making this your first listen every day uh, on your drive to work and your drive home. Just we appreciate it. And uh, as always, we we are here for you. So we are going to forego the around the league portion of the show today. We're going to push it back a day to tomorrow. Whatever we we'll talk about those uh, Tampa Bay Ray injuries later. Tomorrow we'll get in. Yeah, we'll get into a little bit of that tomorrow when we don't have so much Texas Rangers content to cover because that was that is what this show is about. Um, so we're going to jump right into the Texas Rangers, who are again, as we said, off of a huge successful road trip and leading the AOS right now as we speak. Uh, as the time of recording by four games, um, they have the biggest road which, trip. Go ahead. Where's the time of recording? I mean. The, everybody's played today so or on Sunday, so four is what they're going to be tomorrow going into – or today coming into Baltimore or Arizona oh, – Atlanta. Let me try yeah. that one more time, Atlanta. So I just said it because it sounded kind of cool. I always hear like uh, those guys that oh. do the show say stuff like that. I was trying to like kind of kind of sound cool, like a little Sorry. broadcasting uh, Iggy Sorry. right there, but – it's Sorry. Okay. It's okay. Sorry, I went full pro wrestler on your broadcasting right there. It's, it's uh, perfectly fine. Yeah, perfectly yeah. Fine. Baron's even disappointed, but yeah. yeah, he's disappointed <laughs> as hell. It was like it was that moment that he realized that his dad wasn't perfect. You know, like 
It was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. But well, 10 games over 500, that's pretty nice. Man, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. And, and again, we're, we're going to take a minute just to, to kind of take the pulse of this team here in a little bit. But biggest road trip of the season uh, ends in a success. It's their first winning. And this was your stat that you gave me, by the way. Credit goes to Bull here. First winning 10-gamer since 2016. It was probably like um, Jared Sandlin or somebody like that posted that, or Jared Sandler or whatever. He probably posted that, not me. I just read it and was <laughs> like, "Ooh, that'll be good to remember for the show tonight." <laughs> they've they've won uh, every. So thanks, Twitter. Against, yeah, thanks, Twitter. And they've this one. I this one just this one was me. Every they have won every series against division rivals thus far, and this one is Bulls ad and one against each on the road. How big? is is this right now like we're going to get a little more into the details but just the, the overall ten thousands put put view how big is this man like we we knew we were going to be better this year but we didn't this this is without our two best players this is pretty pretty impressive yeah i, th- I think that this is one of the uh the better um road trips that the rangers have had that i've seen as a ranger fan just being able to go out there and force the issue. They shouldn't have won any of those games in Seattle, and they walked away with two of them. Um, They beat up on Oakland today a little bit late in the innings, but Oakland gave them everything they could handle for for four games today or this weekend. And, uh, you know, the Angels, they they snuck one uh, on Friday night a couple of weeks ago, and the Rangers took both of them in the – in the uh, on the weekend, and they've just found a way to win ball games. They found a way to come together as a team and win. The starting pitching has been excellent. the The bullpen is what it is right now, and there's mm-hmm. time. There's times where you hate it, and then there's times where you're like, "Dang, Will Smith's been pretty good this week," which is the case for for last week. He was he was really he after he got the that first game on the road out of the way. He had three saves and. You know, he doesn't come in there and get that out. He could have uh, given up Nathan Eovaldi's 28 and two-thirds innings um, shutout streak without Eovaldi even being on the hill. So it's good to see that that didn't happen and, and that he came in, cleared the cleared the bases and got out of it. And, and the Rangers won, what, seven, uh, seven of ten on the road? And can't yeah. ask for more than that. And that's kind of like what you – you were hoping they would get out of this road trip. And, you know, there were some moments where you wanted to squeeze the life out of the thing, but uh, for the (laughs) most part, you know, like it's been, it's been pretty good for this Rangers team and it's been a lot of fun to watch. And, and I got to admit that I've been really impressed by um, Andrew Heaney and Nathan Eovaldi and, and the time that we've seen DeGrom, he's been really good. And, you know, so this is a lot of fun and, and hopefully they can get all those guys healthy and start moving in a direction where they're starting to really put some distance between themselves and the Astros, Angels, Mariners, and A's. Well, they already do have some. I mean, <laughs> I think seven, everybody's got distance between them and the A's. Seventeen, they're seventeen up on the A's. So maybe I mean, you know, they might they might win this division over the A's, but or whoever wins this division may win it by a hundred games over the A's this year. Um. One more, one more, one quick little team update. Uh, Josh Smith looks like he's going to be all right. Yeah, he was banged up yesterday. Didn't uh, wasn't going to get a get any playing time yesterday. Take a full day off. Uh, he just keeps getting hit in the face, or hit hit in the foot, or hit in the back, or hitting the you know. I mean, 
it's hard to do that and diving all over the place for balls when he's out there in the field. And, you know, he's just a, one of them roughneck ball players. If, if he played football, if he played football, all the guys on the commentary team would be like, that guy brings his lunch pail to work. <laughs> working man's. Yeah. The, yeah. Wor- the working man's. Yeah. Which is, yeah, the- which is kind of like, just like, uh, um, that's code for like, he's a small white dude. That's <laughs> well, what that is. That's, we can uh, we can move on from that, uh, but let's let's talk a little bit. Like let's take a minute here because it's not like we're you know at the halfway point of the season or, or anything. But I feel like after a big road game road trip like this, this being the the biggest road trip of the year for them, it's, longest. it's always good. To, longest. There you go. Um, it's always good to and well and again against division rivals, it also is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good time to like sit down and maybe take a little bit of a pulse uh, of where we're at as a team, you know, baseball being such a long season, of course, overreactions and baseball is, is overrated, but it is a good time to kind of sit down and see what kind of identity this team has. And I guess the question I'm throwing out there for you and somewhat rhetorical question, because we kind of already answered it off air, but we're going to talk about some of it is what are the trends uh, and what is the pulse of this team so far? Well, I would say the the trends are wow. Let's see. Well, where do you start? I mean, big innings. Yeah. Lots of damage with two outs. Yeah. Uh, they do a lot of damage without two outs. They hit well with runners in scoring position. Mm-hmm. The uh, the starting pitching, like I mean, it's been fairly elite. I mean, if if you look at the starting rotation what they've done this year compared to what they've done last year. You know, it's well, night and you speak day. About, you speak about bullpen. They've had bullpen issues, which, Definitely. Is, which is, which is probably the kind of the, the, uh, the blemish kind of, of the whole thing. And, and uh, before we talk about some of that and, it, but when you talk about pitching, you really ultimately what a pitcher's job is, is to keep the other team from scoring runs. And right now the Rangers are obviously defense is part of that too. That's why we have earned runs and runs scored. Um, obviously, you know, that's, that's the, an important thing. Rangers right now are sixth in the Ameri- or in the MLB in runs given up, mean, meaning they've given up the yeah. sixth least, they've given up the sixth least amount of runs. So that, that points to defense and pitching, but also they are sixth in earned run average as well. So they are elite. They are in the top well, uh, category uh, of, of the league. And we know it's not the bullpen driving those numbers as much as it is, is this awesome rotation. Yeah. It's, it's getting a quality start every night from the, the starter. And, you know, I mean, uh, that, that goes a long ways. And, and outside of what well, Marty Perez had a couple of rough outings, uh, one game they won, one game they lost, but he had some rough outings uh, this week. But I think that's uh you know, it happens during the season and you come in and out of your, your mechanics and you come in and out of success and, and some things that you sometimes, I mean, look, Mar- Marty Perez got a bunch of ground balls. They just had eyes and they got through and, and, and then he gave up some hits that he really needed to not give up. And, you know, the next thing you know, there's four or five runs on the board and, and you're looking at it like going, dang, we could have used more from Marty this, this week. But, but, you know, I mean, when you're getting, like today or yesterday, Andrew Heaney was six innings a run. Um, John Gray was what eight innings, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, did they score a run? 
No, no, they didn't score a run on John Gray. And then, and then Friday night, you know, Mar- Martin Perez wasn't exactly great, but you get three starts out of four that are fabulous starts. I mean, how can you ask for any more? No, I, I agree. And let, a couple of other things we kind of pointed out, and we're just going to kind of use sit with sit on the pitching for the moment. But you know, the biggest issue with the bullpen has really been control. And when we talk about control, we're not talking about just walking people. Um, what we're talking about is like, like quality strikes, um, qual- and, and actually quality balls, like balls that you intend to throw out of the strike zone. But the point is to fool the hitter into thinking that it is a strike. And a, a good strike is a strike that like, it's not just right down the middle. You know, it's a, it's a strike that yeah, is like right on the corner or it's got a, it's, it's got a purpose behind it's it. It's tough. Yeah. You want, you want your strikes to be tough to hit. You don't want them to be right there. And I think <laughs> the bullpen, a lot of what's happened in the bullpen is there's been a lot of breaking pitches that have been hung and yeah. uh, you know, late in innings when you've got guys that mostly throw two pitches, you know, you, you're, you're 50% going to guess right. And if you're guessing right on a slider that's that's spinning in the middle of the plate, you know things are things are looking really uh, upward for you as a hitter, and that's happened a couple of times. Not just to Will Smith, but it's happened to Leclerc. Sure. It's happened Everybody. to everybody. Uh, yeah, and it, and it happened All yesterday. It happened yesterday to Jonathan Hernandez. I mean, yeah, it caught up to know. Rock Burke too. You know, oh. like it's caught up to everybody. And don't get me wrong, it happens to the starting pitchers too, because a lot of times when they give up home runs, it's off speed and it's something that uh, didn't do exactly what they wanted to do as off speed pitches. Yeah. And one thing too, just to kind of make you guys feel better and and Bull, I'm sure you probably already know this, but you know, I happen to kind of watch around the league highlights, you know, maybe once a week and I happened to be catching some of that yesterday. And, you know, the Yankees, the, 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 the devil rays, the rays, Tampa Bay rays, they have the same problem sometimes. I've watched now twice that the Yankees have come back after them having a big lead. Uh, and mm-hmm. the Yankees have come back against mm-hmm. their bullpen and beat them, uh, beat them in these kind of late, late games. So yeah, it the, just I saw to the Rangers. I saw it yeah, to yeah. a lot of everybody. Yeah, yesterday they hung on the day before that they blew one. And it happens to a lot of good teams. And it, and it's, yep. And it happens to a lot of good pitchers. I mean, you know, I mean, the the Rays have a bunch of good guys in the back end of their bullpen. And, uh, you know, like the Angels, the Astros, the Mariners, they've got good guys in the back end of their bullpen too. It's, it's the idea is if you can get to them on the night where they don't have their good stuff or you catch them on it. I mean, because how many nights you watch a guy, I mean, you get to a bullpen and it, and it's just – three innings in a row where they just close, set them down three up, yeah. three up, three down. That happens very yeah. rarely. It very rarely happens. I mean, even closers get into jams and work their way in and out of jams. And I mean, what, what Kenley Jensen one night, he gets his thousandth career save. And the next night he's getting blown out of the building, giving up a, a, a three run lead or a two run lead to the, the Cardinals at home. So it's it just, it's sure. one of those, it happens. Things like that happen. And you go, I mean, I guarantee you that not one person in the in the Red Sox management department is like, oh well, we better not send Kinley Jansen back to the hill. No, it no. happens, and and the you know he's going to be better in the next appearance, just like Will Smith was the after the last time he got uh, he got roughed yep. up a little bit, and just like we hope that uh, in in this Brave series when they go to Jonathan Hernandez, he's he's the guy that was pitched in the second half of that inning instead of the first half, right. 
And I would say the biggest stark contrast that I've noticed between the starters when they're when they've been rolling in the bullpen is the the focus. Like they're just the starting pitchers right now. Well, and again, I'm saying right now because I don't want to. I'm not making a blanket statement forever. But as of right now, they're you can just tell they're very very focused. They're very much like they come out like with full intensity That's where it seems like some of the, sorry to keep cutting you off, but yeah. I'm going to make a point real quick, but it seems like the, the bullpen sometimes come in a little bit lax and then they get, they give up a run and now they're bearing down, but the mm. starting pitchers are coming in like, like their, their intensity's like turned up to 10 already. And we, we just hope that we can start to see that uh, start to change you. as the season goes on. Yeah, you want to see that grit from the starting rotation translate over into the grit to, to the bullpen as well. And, and and maybe we'll see those transformations because we've seen a lot of those guys, you know, kind of start turning things around and we'll just, uh, yep. you know, we'll just kind of see how it goes. And, you know, and I think the one thing that's the uh, that stands out too about this team is, is they're gritty. They're, yep. they're, uh, they're, they've got a desire to win ball games. And they've got a desire to win in general, and you can tell that from from the corner infielders all the yep. way around the outfield and back up the middle. And you can just tell that all those guys. Jonah Heim wants to win. Nate mm-hmm. Lowe wants to win. Adolis yep. Garcia knows these guys that, are locked you know, in, man. They yeah. are locked in. You yeah. can see it when they come up to the plate. Um, and one more. Go ahead. And, oh, and I was going to say the last thing uh, for some Rangers news today is is that's only going to get better tomorrow. Right, right. Hold on. Hold on. Save it. Save Save it. it. I'll save it. Yeah, I'll save it. We're teasing you. That's what we're going to talk about about the end. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Big news for tomorrow. So when we preview tomorrow, you're saying there's going to be something everybody wants to hear. Yeah, stay stay tuned for some big news for about tomorrow. Now, a couple more things about the offense, and I'm just going to say – I'm going to kind of just go and do a little bit of thing here is that it seems like every time they score late and we kind of, we've had our heated discussions about this, about this, this point of this and the bullpen or, or kind of, and I think you need both. And I think it depends on the situation, whether what's one is more important than the other. One is important to the other, in my opinion. Right. But when the Rangers score late, it seems like they're unbeatable. Like when they can get those, that one inning, like where they score anywhere from, I'd say three to five runs, um, which it's a lot of runs, but I mean, really anything, to be honest, when they can get that late game scoring, it really seems like they have a higher success rate and it puts a lot less pressure on the bullpen. Um, that, that's something I've noticed. And then the other thing I've really noticed, and, and again, I pointed out the, the 90s, the early 2000 Yankees is the last time I really noticed this with a team where it was so obvious, but they go up there as a, and, and when they go to the plate, you know, yes, they're trying to get hits. Yes, they're trying to score runs, you know, trying to manufacture runs because the team seems to score by any means necessary. They, they score with home runs. They score with singles. They score with pass balls. They score with stolen bases. But they go up there and they battle. Like, they're really intentionally trying to drive these pitch counts up. With mm-hmm. Everybody, whether they're scoring or not, they still can go up there and get quality at bats, foul balls off, like make the pitcher work. And we've seen it work with really good frontline yeah. pitching. And that's how they beat. And 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 that doesn't mean that they're not being aggressive at the plate too, because you'll see a right. lot of times where guys get into O two counts and then they work themselves back into that count, and mm-hmm. they may they may end up striking out or grounding out or whatever the case may be. But that pitcher threw six pitches instead of three. Yep. 
Yes. So and um, hopefully, hopefully, there's not a, a thief uh, out there in Euless, uh, Texas. But final just point a second. About yeah, the... yeah, we <laughs> may have to. That was my car. <laughs> well, while you're uh, putting it, laying down the laying the smackdown on uh, hopeful non, hopefully a, not a um, thievery going on. Wow, that's that's this, this is happening in real life, folks. Too bad we're not on video. Oh, oh it was next door. Okay, what's up, Zach? <laughs> Manimal, uh, man of the people uh, in his community. But my final point here about this thing, and I think you would agree with uh, agree with me on this, is this team has heart and they have guts. Like that's the that's their calling card. They they don't give up. Uh, they're a very gritty team. And really, from the top of the lineup to the end of the bench, uh, and, I, and, and again, some of these guys you may have a couple questions about, but as a majority, this team has heart, they have guts, they're going to go out there and give it everything, they're focused, uh, and I really, love the, I really love that about this team, yeah. it's very obvious. Yeah, and, and who had two car alarms going off on Texas Rangers and the boys in a couple of weeks? That was, that was nice, because I'm not editing any of this, but it's, it's all going on there. Perfect. I'm not. I'm not editing this. We're going to go right into this death breath commercial, right? We're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about Matt War Pro. We're going to talk about Damo McCullough versus Brent McKenzie. I know it's a little later than when uh, we normally would be talking about it because the uh, first half of the show went really long this after this evening um, or this morning. But that's okay because we're talking about the Rangers and it's a lot of information to talk about when you got a good team. So May twenty fifth, May twenty sixth. May 26th. May 26th. We've been we've been doing this so long, and I still can't remember the actual date. So May 26th, right? It's a Friday night, Southside Preservation Hall, Fort Worth, Texas, yep. Slam and Destroy. Join Matt War Pro for their latest addition to the Southside Preservation Hall. Damo McCullough versus Brent McKenzie in the main event. They're going to have six other big giant matches. I'll be in one of them. Add another guy to the splash pile. We're also going to have Kelly's Onion Burgers out back whipping up burgers. We have Starry Ice Cream there, as always. And Martin House Brew Brewing is going to be there providing the beers. You show them an ID that you're 21, they'll give you a beer. Join us for Matt War Pro in conjunction with Death Prep Entertainment, Texas Rough House, bring you Slam and Destroy, Friday, May 26th, Southside Preservation Hall, bell time, 7 p.m. Super excited about that. Hopefully. Uh, and don't forget Kev is singing. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, yes. Hope I, can, hope I can Ooh, sing. You, you, got, you got two weeks, so I'm, I'm, I I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited I think for you. I can do it. Um, I have so, a little rasp in there, but, but that life will go on. So you're so, ready to talk some box scores? So Friday's box score, I don't really want to talk about it. It was was a weird game, right? It had this ominous feel like no matter what the Rangers did, they weren't going to win that game. Like, it just felt that way. I mean, I know that it didn't end exactly the way that the, the, you know, the Rangers hung tough all night, but they just couldn't get those outs when they needed those outs, you know? I mean, it was like Mm -hmm. Perez couldn't get that shutdown inning, and, you know, when he did, the next inning they'd get him another run, and he couldn't get it again. And when they, you know, they just kept Oakland in the game and Oakland got one late and 
Once they got that one late, I didn't, I, you know, I just felt like uh, the Rangers weren't going to win that thing. And even when they scored a couple of runs in the 10th, I was still like, I don't know. I just don't, I just never <laughs> no, really I felt, felt the it. Same way. <laughs> yeah. I never really felt it. And, you know, I mean, again, it wasn't, it wasn't probably the, the start that Martin Perez wanted. He did work, uh, he did work five innings, but he gave up, um, you know, four earned and Raggins, uh, was pretty good in one and a half in or one inning when he pitched. And then when he came back out, he wasn't as good. Um, Hernandez kind of worked around that, but gave up the hit that, you know, that gave up that tying run. And uh, Burke wasn't very good in his, in his two thirds of an inning that he worked and he gave up the uh, walk-off home run to uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Rooker. Is that his name? Is it- Oh, this guy's a good player. Yeah, he's yeah, so far he's a rock, uh, rooker. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of been a breakout, kind of been one of the more breakout guys. I, uh, I agree. I think he's been one of those guys that uh, he's been he's been the shining star for a team that's you know how Emmett Smith remember when he would talk about those later Cowboys teams and he'd be like, <laughs> we had some diamonds, but they were like covered with poo poo, you know, like <laughs> like. But uh, honestly. This A's team in a couple of years, they're going to be they're going to be something they're going to be something to uh, look out for because they've got a lot of good players and a lot of that pitching is really young. Um, the Rangers, you know, they they probably had more opportunities to beat up Waldachuk and they didn't they didn't get him. Um, you know, sure. it's one that they probably could have won, but it just never felt like they were going to. Yeah, I, I might even go as far as say they should have won. But a couple things, just a couple notes for me on that game. Uh, one, I felt like Perez was just felt like he was kind of up in the zone, and he he's too, he's just not the kind of guy that can be up, be get, leave stuff up, uh, and not get hurt by it. Yeah, that was the, that, and it didn't feel like he had that pinpoint control that he normally does. Um, when you know the way he pitches, you're just used to seeing a pitch a certain way. At least yeah. at this point, I am. And I just felt like all of his stuff looked like it was a little more up than it normally is. And, well, and obviously and, that's that's what he paid for. And a lot of um, those hits that he gave up were, were balls that were just on the ground with good placement up the middle. It seemed like they uh, – I mean, Duran was over in the hole quite a bit and they just hit it up the middle. And it just kind of yeah. – they just didn't have anybody where – where they needed, you know, where they, they were hitting them. I'm not where they needed them. I mean, cause you, you got an idea of where this guy's going to hit the ball and, and he just wasn't that day. And, you know, Perez, I have no doubts that he'll back uh, bounce back and, and, you know, give him a good start in this uh, angel or uh, brave series. Why can I not say braves? No clue. But also Cause I hate him. Well, and I felt like that. <laughs> I felt like that, um, you know, Brock Burke was kind of due for his, for his, kind of moment and my final note is that it was Fujinami's revenge because the Rangers yeah. absolutely tortured that guy uh, yeah. the last time he played well, so, and, and, you know and it wasn't like he was a, it wasn't like he was real good you know like I no. mean but you know it is what it yeah, is uh, he got a yeah. win column so yeah yeah he finally got him one the good for the rookie and and uh you know uh well, we'll just kind of move on. The Rangers did have a bunch of hits, so I mean, they had twelve hits and and seven runs. It just wasn't enough, and uh, you know, uh, but they bounced back pretty well on Saturday. Yeah. 
Uh, John Gray was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Outstanding, I think. E- Evaldi-ish. <laughs> yeah, like he was really outstanding. He, I mean, his, body, his, his line is fun to look at whenever you're looking at it because he gave up those three hits, but, you know, didn't walk up. But the two guys and had five strikeouts, and that means he had a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of, lot of uh, ground balls and and uh, you know kind of that's not exactly scattered stuff yeah. everywhere. You know? Yeah, and he got a, a bunch of good plays from his defense, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what he he ran a no hitter into the seventh, right? I believe so. I don't I don't have that right in front of me. Yeah. But I know that I know yeah. they were they were talking no hitter for a little bit there. And um, um, John King, you know, not not his best inning ever. Got it. Gave up a couple of base runners there, but then got a double play to end it out and. Uh, you you got to talk about that's being good for him and his first outing back up in the big leagues and getting some outs and 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 you know when he needed that out he had it and uh, another nice day for the Rangers bats uh, nine more hits scored five runs scored a couple late like we talk about how important it is mm-hmm. to to score those runs late and they were able to you know, add on a couple of runs oh down the stretch and 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 it just you know. Made a made a game that was you know maybe a save situation, not a save situation there in the ninth with Tavares's two run home run and and that mm-hmm. gives them a chance to get John King an inning when it's not such a high pressure situation and uh, you know I mean I thought Caprillion was pretty good for the A's uh, he scattered three runs over seven innings but John Gray was I mean he was just masterful he he was that slider and you you sent me a text and I was kind of behind on the game. Um, but he was throwing that slider at more like 88, 89. And, yeah. and, and he was getting a lot of swing and miss with that and a lot of uh, weak ground balls. Uh, and, and that's, that's the game you want to see John Gray pitch. And he's been pretty good his last two outings. So it's nice to see that. And, you know, we talked about how much, uh, uh, Evaldi's helping the guys with their mechanics and, you know, maybe between him and Brad Miller, you got a couple of coaches on this thing. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Um, but oh. real quick, uh, just to make a quick correction here, it was Duran that got that homer, that two-run homer. Yeah, did I say Tavares? I'm sorry. Yeah. I was yeah. probably looking at Tavares' line when I said that. But, yeah, Duran hit that uh, ninth-inning home run. And, you know, they're just they're just playing good ball, and it's a good brand of ball. And when, they're, when those starting pitchers are giving them outings like um, Gray did on Saturday and then yesterday what they got from uh, Andrew Heaney, you know, they're – they're a whole different ball club because they're getting it from all directions. And, and, you know, it's not one night. It might be uh, Robbie Grossman. One night it might be Ezekiel Duran. One might, night it might be Adolis Garcia. And we'll probably talk about that later because uh, Sunday yeah. was one of those days. Because um, yeah. he took an O for four on Saturday and was very pedestrian at the plate with three Ks. Mm-hmm. And what a, what yeah. a difference a day can make, but. Um, again, one quick thing to one quick thing to point in here too. Nate Lowe had a really nice home run in that game. That yeah, opposite was, home yeah. run was beautiful, man. That yeah, he, like, he knew it too. He yeah, it was it. just. I mean, just I love the way he hits, man. Like it was really very Will Clark, like right? Yeah, he's just never trying to like do too much up there. He's got a really short swing, and and again, Tavares's swing has some similar traits, I think, which I think is I, I just think is a good thing for longevity in the in the league. You know, to be able to kind of have a shorter stroke helps you, you know, make sure that you can continually hit the fastball and, and whatever Nate Lowe adjustments he made prior to last year. And he continues to make, uh, it just, you know, you just, uh, you're you're loving it. 
And another little stat from that game, they they swiped four bags on Langoliers Saturday, and, and that guy's <laughs> got the strongest arm in the in in the big league. So that was a good another good sign. Just good things are happening for this thing. And you know what else you know where else good things are happening? Oh man, I know exactly where you're gonna say. Down to the, the farm? The farm system. Good things are happening every day on this farm system for one of these teams. And it may not be a win. It may because uh, a lot of minor league baseball is not about wins and losses. It's about developing guys into the next big league stars. And now if you want to find out who the next big league stars are going to be for the Texas Rangers, you should join us on Down on the Farm with the boys. It's our premium content uh, show. And as of right now, it's just $1.99. And me and Kevin, we're going to try and add between one and two shows a week and uh, update everybody on what's happening on the farm uh, for, with the Texas Rangers. And that includes the Down East Wood Ducks, the Hickory Crawdads, the Frisco Rough Riders, and the Round Rock Express. And we'll also talk about the Dominican <laughs> Summer League teams whenever that season runs around. And that season basically coincides with the Arizona Complex League. So when those two leagues get up and running, or three leagues, because there's two Dominican Summer League teams, when those three leagues get up and running, we'll talk about those team, teams and we'll start learning about those guys as well. So join us on Down on the Farm with the boys. Just $1.99 a month. So join me and Kevin down on the farm with the boys, and I'm going to send it back to you, Kev. Yeah, so, yeah, and I have one more quick thing to add. You know, these last couple of shows, like, we kind of took the time limit off, and we just, like, it's like drinking from a fire hose, man. It's like yeah. so much minor league content. Like, it's just loaded. And, yeah, we, uh, we, no we kind of. No, no frills. It's like we get straight in there, and it's just, like, covering as much baseball as humanly possible. And it's, and, just, uh, it's yeah, been a lot it's of fun. Just, it's just like the regular. It's just like the Texas Rangers with the boys show, except with the down, the minor league content, and you know we just jump right into things like we're going to jump into that that uh, first two batters for the Rangers on Sunday uh, on Mother's Day. Um, Simeon, Simeon, what he got hit by a pitch, right? And yep. Ne- next thing you know, it's two nothing because Grossman yeah. finds the stands for the second time in the series, yep. and uh, you thought. You were kind of thinking the Rangers might be on their way because that J.P. Sears kid that they faced uh, yesterday, he was the guy that maybe they got to him a little bit in the first inning, and if they could have put him away there, they might have won that game. But uh, um, they, they, they did a good job of scoring some runs after, after the first inning today, and uh, you know they countered whenever Oakland could have really used a shutdown inning. They got one in the third, and uh, you know the rest is basically – um, Heaney was really, really good through six. Jonathan <clears throat> Hernandez threw a pitch that he probably regrets, and then the uh, Rangers went off in the top half of the eighth. And it was just the case uh, every time Oakland scored, the Rangers countered them, and this time they countered them with eight to their two, and, and and things just ended in a kind of a blowout. But it was really a close game all the way through seven, and uh, it was a tie through seven. And, uh, you know, the Rangers, once again, like we talked about, two outs – you know, they didn't yep. take the foot off the gas. They didn't just say, oh, well, we got the lead now. They, you know, I mean, Tavares made sure he didn't get doubled up there, and then the bats took off. And, <clears throat> and, and you know, they had hits behind that from from uh, Simeon, Grossman, yep. Grossman Lowe, yep. and Garcia. And Garcia all, said, yeah, said all hey, let's guys. close this thing down. 
let's close yeah. this road trip no. off with a with a bang, a literal yeah. bang. Yeah, and he he leads the world in RBIs with forty two, and you know you can talk down on the RBI stat all you want, but when they're out there and you're driving them in, that means a lot. It does. It does. Um, you know, as far as the pitching staff went, like you said, Heaney was really. Uh, I feel like this is as good as any start as he's had. To be honest, I know the one where he struck out all those guys was a big. Um, yeah, but he had got, nine, got a lot of news. He had but, nine Ks today too. So, but also too, like like you know, this was this is typically our fifth starter. Right now, he's fourth, and you know, to get this from a starter, this you know, one of your down starters in your rotation. And this is at the back end of the road trip of a long road trip. Everybody's tired, you know, like, I don't know, man, it just, there's a lot of more context to how successful this was and how much we needed him. Yeah. It's it's easy to lose today's game and still look at it as a six and four road trip and winning a, winning a couple of series (laughs) against teams that you needed to. But um, I really thought Heaney between Heaney and Adolis Garcia, that was kind of the difference. Those guys kind of put the team on their back today. And Heaney, you know, I mean, man, Duran almost made a play with, which would have made him kept him from giving up any runs through for the day. But uh, you know, diving play didn't come up with the ball just perfect. But anyways, I mean, Heaney gets another two up the hits one. by the way. Another two hits from Duran today, by the way, kind of yeah, goes under yeah. the radar, but geez, man. Yeah, all he does is hit. All he does is yep. hit, and, and, and you know, he plays pretty good defense at short, and, you know, we've still got one more thing to talk about later that uh, may prevent him from playing short anymore. But, well, let's uh, talk about it right now. Uh, well, you know, tomorrow when uh, the, the Rangers face off with the Braves at home, I mean, there's a good chance well, that either Corey Seager is going to be at shortstop or at least back in the lineup DHing. Oh man! So of all that's been going on with this team, we're gonna add Corey Seager back to the lineup. Yeah, I mean, mm. how exciting is that? And and he, I mean, he all he did was hit when he was on his rehab. Yeah, side, no, so. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, like I, he's I not think, rusty at all. <laughs> I think that that's uh, you know, it's never it's never a bad thing to get uh, your best player back. So you know, hopefully, we get some news tomorrow on our our best pitcher and find out that he's uh, well on his way to making a return as well. But um, big, big road trip for the Rangers, big wins. They get to come home and it's not like they're coming home to a cream puff because you know tomorrow yeah. they've got Charlie Morton and, and the Braves and, you know, Hey, don't look now, but the Rangers have the same record as the Braves. So, yep. you know, I mean, they're, they're they're playing ten games over five hundred. I imagine that Dane Dunning will pitch. They don't have him listed, but um, nothing about his last two starts makes me think that he won't get another chance. Right, right. Um, as far as anything else about the Braves in the Rangers series uh, that you have to note, uh, you know, I, I I don't have really anything else. I think oh, I'm just be out. <laughs> I just like uh, Ron Washington homecoming. Oh man, you know, right. lo- love it when Ron Washington comes back to the. To, to Arlington. Yeah. Um, but I'll be at the got, game on Wednesday, by the way, just to. Uh, I'll, I'll to be there on Tuesday. So, ah, so, so we'll, we'll be able to, and... yeah, we'll be able to talk about it. So from, from a, a, a first person, first person. So good to, good on that. And the Rangers, they look like they're, uh, they're well on their way to, uh, you know, to, to I don't know, you know, I mean, I, 
I don't know how to say they're well on their way to being a good team this year and, and winning road trips like this and winning series against teams that are, you've, you've got to beat in your, in your division. You know, the, it's really nice. It feels really good to be a Texas Rangers fan right now. I mean, like, I mean, you feel good about the team and you feel good about their chances every night to, to win. Yeah. So on that note, you know, when, when teams win, it's really easy to want to buy their merchandise. And I now have a city connect, uh, you know, trucker ball cap with Peagle on the side. Oh, well, you got to have the Peagle. To, yeah. I got the, got the Navy blue t-shirt uh, to go with it. So I'm, well, the I'll be Peagle t-shirt? Uh, they do not have, I don't have, yeah, a, they don't have a Navy cream, Peagle shirt. Right? Just the yeah, cream, I'm not, right? I'm yeah. Not wearing, I'm not wearing I, a cream shirt. I rolled the cream. I don't care. Yeah, I look good in cream. Good. What are you talking about? Yeah. I can't. There's nothing. There's I nothing, am cream already. I mean, I, I, I would like you wouldn't even know the difference between my arms there's, and shirt. There's literally nothing better than a 300 pound man in cream, brother. Well, you know, and what? that's gonna, just gonna, that's not. I mean, it's not even debatable. And no. with that note, yeah, with please. that note, this is the way to go. From that note, from a 300 pound man <laughs> wearing cream, right into you can find Texas Rangers with the boys on all the social medias, Texas TX Rangers. WTB on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also catch us on our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. For Kevin, this is the Manimal, and we're signing out.